Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. De-stress your and my life. Step one. A very big focus for me at the moment is to deal with the mental and emotional side of trauma involved in losing a leg and it actually being someone's fault. So to that end, I have a regular appointment with a psychologist and in addition to that, I've also got a regular appointment with an occupational therapist who's helping me manage the rest of my life and sleep or lack of pacing and fatigue. The last time I recorded a video blog, I set myself some goals for myself and one for them was to slow down and be okay with that. It was me doing that very thing that caused me to happen upon a book that has so far possibly been one of the best books I've ever read in a long time and I've only just started it. The book is called Dr Libby Weaver, The Invisible Load, A Guide to Overcoming Stress and Overwhelm. She talks about invisible load in relation to emotional and physical things you do to yourself as a result of your lifestyle choices. I have gotten through this chapter so far and I'm partway through the next. Here's how she describes your load. She talks a lot about our daily stresses, about how our technological lifestyle is completely different to that of the first humans that walked the earth, the hunter-gatherers. One analogy she used was a ruler. I quote... Imagine a 30 centimetre school ruler and allow that to represent the time that we currently understand that we, as a species, have been on this planet, about 300,000 years. That means one millimetre, the smallest unit you can see on the ruler, represents 1,000 years. Use this time model, using this time model, I apologise, the last 100 years would not have even been the size of a tiny dot left by a pinprick. Dr. Libby Weaver, The Invisible Load. That's a quote from that book. She goes on to say that our brains have taken millions of years to evolve to what they are today. So cannot now keep up with such lightning fast changes in our lifestyles that we have seen in the past 100 years and can't adapt with haste required. Impacts on that has added to your invisible load. Here are some of the examples she gives that add to your invisible load, which in turn creates stress and overload. How do you choose to fuel your body? Stress causes the the fact that we want to eat fast food, less nutritional food, but our body has a basic biological need for nutrients, which it's not getting. This leads to internal stress in the form of inflammation and fatigue. Caffeine. We see this as a way to get through the day. All it does in reality is increases adrenaline, leading to everything feeling more urgent and the likelihood of you reacting to unexpected events, making everything feel more overwhelming when it probably isn't. Sugar. We all know this is not good for you, but we eat it anyway. Then we feel bad. Then we try to correct this by promising ourselves that we'll do more exercise tomorrow. But do you actually? And it doesn't that all just lead to more invisible load? Alcohol. We use this to wind down, but in act, 
it's actually a depressant and therefore makes everything feel like it's harder to cope with, perhaps not immediately after you drink it, but probably tomorrow. As a result of alcohol, your sleep quality is also compromised, so we need more coffee. Are you seeing the cyclic problem she's describing? Your time. She sees this as, as, it's, as if it's running through your fingers faster than sand. Emails, meetings, managing family, the pace of what you're trying to achieve in a typical day also adds to your invisible load. The people you care for, whether that be family, friends, colleagues, if you take on too much, you can start feeling resentment at all the demands they have of you, which again leads to your invisible load. Your physical body. Now, you may not share concern that you have with anyone, but you might be worried about your appearance, the efforts you're making that aren't working, the regret of not appreciating yourself more in earlier life, self-talk and all that sort of thing that says you're too fat, too thin, too whatever, affecting self-image, self-esteem and adding yet more invisible load. Dr Libby goes on to explain in scientific and biological ways why our body responds as it does. That in turn makes all these things mentioned above present as stress and overwhelm. She talks about the digital age being constantly connected to a phone, constant demands on our time compared to the 1940s when we simply focused on surviving. When the phone was in the hall attached to the wall, when you went out somewhere, no one could actually get a hold of you till you came back. When there was no fast food outlets to grab that junk food from. I absolutely loved the way she described things in a way you can relate to, then backed it up with science to explain why. So I've set about trying to be aware of the things I create in my own mind that add to my already very heavy load. Here is what I came up with so far this week. I went down to the estuary and walked the boardwalk to the boardwalk non-stop for the first time. Ordinarily, I would be focused on the things I still can't do, be stressed about how hard it all is, how walking should be simple, not this hard, but it isn't. But instead, I sat and genuinely thought, wow, go me. Look how far you've come, Mel. Look how easy that was compared to the first time you tried. I saw this as a giant step in the right direction. Next, I had a fabulous day one day this week, completely on my own. I filled the day with some household organising, browsing the local shops, which is something I never usually do, sat in the park for a while. And that and this is the day when I actually found Dr Libby's book when actually not really looking for any books in particular. I slowed down and expected less of myself and accepted that this was okay. I was swimming on Saturday in a relatively quiet pool and I was in a lane on my own. A large, very slow gentleman got in and started swimming, stroke walking up and down in the lane in front of me. Usually I would get seriously pissed off. Instead, I carried on around him and he soon got out again. Nothing lost, no stress. And my final point, I started learning to draw. Using a few short online lessons from YouTube. This is something I am most proud of. I need to carry that wee book and pencils I've got around with me more and add it to my quiet moments in the park. Practice is the only way to get better. So if you have found this interesting and would like me to update you as readers as I and listeners as I progress through this book and learn and you want to learn more, as I learn more, I would love to hear from you. So please do leave me a comment somewhere and reach out and I will keep updating you as I get further through this book if that's something you're interested in.
Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.